It's Tuesday, October 20th, and you're listening to a brand new episode of The Julian Dion Show. Today, we are coming to you from a trailer deep in the woods in New Brunswick in an undisclosed location. We talk about whatever happened to The Biggest Loser, going to space versus going to war, the best Halloween candy, The Daily Dose with me, Jen Grant, your comments and more, and we kick it off with Mike Plume. You're like gold, you're like diamonds. Your picture of perfect time and babe stars I must have been lining up the day that I met you You're like a bird on a wing You've been a teaching me to sing Of the gifts that love can bring When you let it come to you, Eyelashes making wishes Does that make me superstitious? Babe, your kisses are so delicious I thank the good Lord every day Well, you got a voice just like a song And I just want to sing along To your sweet melody And a tender harmony Make up my heart be like it wrong To your voice like a song You got a voice just like a song Well, there's nothing that I'd rather do Than walk hand in hand with you All along the avenue There ain't nothing quite so fine them stars in that evening sky they pale to my baby's eyes didn't take me long to realize like a diamond you do shine and you're a sweet melody and a tender harmony yeah now you're the only one who can make my heart be like a drum voice like a song You got a voice just like a song You're like the sunny side of the street You make my heart skip a beat To your sweet melody tender harmony Yeah, now you're the only one Who can make my heart beat like a drum To your voice like a song You got a voice just like a song Diamonds, you're a picture of perfect time and day. Now, 
Why don't we do a take two? As, wait a minute, let's start again. Hello, hello. <laughs> Hi, this is Ron Vaudry. This is Alex Nussbaum. This is Jason Fraser. This is Matt O'Brien. Hey, this is Ray Zwicker. All right, world. My name is Cal Post. Guys, this is Christina Walkinshaw. This is Eddie Delisepi. This is Adrian Spencer. Uh, my name is Timo. And you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Who am I talking to? What am yeah. I doing? <laughs> Julian Dion Comedy Hour? You're listening to the... <laughs> Fuck some comedy <laughs> See, I took the word out comedy. Changes the meaning completely, doesn't it? Dazing, not really. I'm overworking, but days in the holidays. Happy holidays. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. Now broadcasting live and totally uncensored. Eh? <laughs> From Lemon Press Studio in the beautiful Gatineau the Wills. Project. I was like half asleep on the couch and now I'm projecting. Hey everyone, this is Christian Potenza. This is Gay Trevor Wilson. This is Jean Paul, aka the Island Hipster, hashtag hipster business. This is Steph Tola. Hey, this is Jake Goldsby. This is Sky Wallace. Hey everybody, this is Erica Sigurdsson, aka Ricky Six. Okay, hello. Hi. This is Howard Wagman. Hey, this is Peter Anthony, the PA System. This is Matt O'Brien. Some people like to, that's my rap name. This is Jen Grant, and you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Show you and me below, just like the flowers, laughing all day long. People, I need to lose. Sing a little song, then take a shower. Julian Dion. It's, it's a show. It's not an hour. It's a show. It's okay. Snap, 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 and attack. Yeah, buddy. Welcome to the Julian Dion Show. Set up, set up, set up. Welcome to the Julian Dion Show. We're live on a Tuesday morning. Oh, hot mics. Still not used to these road levels. Welcome to the Julian Dion Show live on a Tuesday morning, Tuesday, October 20th. That's right. Broadcasting to you live from a trailer in the New Brunswick woods. Deep, deep into the New Brunswick woods. Deep, deep, deep. <laughs> hi, hi, hi. Usually uh, Gatineau Hills. I know. Today and for the next three weeks at least. Yeah. I literally a camping trailer. In the middle of the thick brush, oh, so sweet, two, three. This is day two um, of doing the show from the trailer and day five of a 14-day quarantine in New Brunswick. In the hashtag Atlantic Bubble, we've made it in. 
And we're here. Jen Grant is here with me. Yes, hello. What a, well, There's no better way to spend a bubble than with Jen Grant. Oh, that's nice. Ottawa Life Magazine is one of Ottawa's 25 most influential people. Jen Grant. Thank you. Sigida. Oh, oh, nice. Oh, I know, but I was so distracted by my compliment. You got wrapped up in the compliment. By I the did. Way, I was like, oh my God, am I really one of the most influential people in the capital? You know that you are. This little, I was, wa- I watched the show from yesterday, and because usually the board isn't really this prominent <laughs> in the camera, and I have these little claws that are just constantly, I'm just, <laughs> I look like Mr. Burns. By the way, we are, of course, live on YouTube. The Julian Dion Show channel on YouTube and on Facebook, facebook.com slash Julian Dion Show. Like the page. Follow us on Instagram, too, at Julian Dion Show. We're also live on Periscope, Daily Motion, and Twitch. So, sweet. Two, three, four. Anyway, so I noticed <laughs> yesterday, see how I'm doing this? These little. If you are listening on demand on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, wherever. If you're listening there, you don't see the visual of me with my little T-Rex claws of control on the board here. It looks ridiculous. I look like Mr. Burns. If Mr. Burns was a DJ, (laughs) this would be it right here. Hmm, Smithers. (laughs) I've got these little... Because usually the board is behind me and the levels are set, but because we're traveling, the board is a mess. The acoustics are different in here, so I'm trying to figure it all out. Right. And, uh, and it's not a slider board. It's not one of those cool, you know, with us. Yeah. One of those cool slider boards. It's all little knobs. I'm just like, me, me, I'm a grown man. Don't call man. yourself a little knob. Yeah, yeah, see what you did there? I love how you're keeping the mic high up like this. Well, because you know and why? You drop it just to burn me. Like, Don't call yourself a knob. What? <laughs> you know why? Because I want to know how to pronounce something that I have to... St- talk about in the daily dose and it's, i was gonna play it i know there's a silent ph in there but it's pronounced sigida <laughs> anyway uh yes uh, so uh, welcome to the show everybody we're live on a tuesday morning thank you um thank you for watching with us please if you are with us on facebook or youtube or wherever you are consuming this content live give us a share why don't you it goes a long way and we appreciate it and we notice and those Certainly that don't share, <laughs> and those that don't share, are dead to us. <laughs> ah! No, but really. So, Jen, how are you liking the? Uh, is it too loud? And you're, oh, you're still trying nope. to figure out the no, pronunciation no, no, no. of okay. the thing. How am I liking what? Uh, living in this trailer. I love it, and I, I, I wanted to mention when you said it off the top, you need to understand how nice this trailer is. Like it's beautiful. It's this new. is my dream come true. Yeah, it's really nice. We're literally uh, recommend not recommended, strongly <laughs> obliged by the government to stay inside this trailer. So we're broadcasting all of this. By the way, is coming through you to you through my data plan. There's uh, no internet here. <laughs> we're trying to tether off my parents' internet. We're in the woods. Shit. I, I, I the, the whole point was to be an undisclosed location. I've already said too much. Great. But. Um, so all of this, you're seeing this th- through the magic of uh, data, <laughs> through the magic of my hefty cell phone bill. Good morning. <laughs> it's We're, worth it. It is well, worth it. And it's the only way to get the internet here because li- I, quite literally, I don't think people understand. I think people think it's tongue in cheek, like, oh, they're in the woods. We're in the thick, thick brush. Yeah. There's nothing around us. I love yeah, it. It's the awesome. best. Um, yeah. This is um, Julian's sister sister and brother-in-law's trailer 
And I have to say that they're they're so good at like their homes Ambiance. are beautiful. They're good at decorating and well, they have such I, good style and good taste that like this is not roughing it at all. Like it's no. a beautiful trailer. It's glamping. Really, what did you really say lucky. just before going on light uh, on the air, Jen? When I said, "Are you are you camping? Are you or are you glamping?" Good morning. We're doing this keynote thing as a yeah, joke. Yeah, as a joke, we do this thing where are you are you camping in life? Or are you glamping? Hi. Hi. I'm Jen. I'm glamper. I'm Jen Glamp. (laughs) Which brings me to the next point that's universal to all of us. Are you living or gliving? Gliving. That's living with glamour. (laughs) Hashtag. We're going to start that today. Uh, Hashtag gliving. Are you gliving? Let us know in the comments if we want to hear from you, by the way. (laughs) We do appreciate. uh, What am I saying? Of course, we appreciate it. I I don't have to say it every two seconds. Anyway, um, so yeah, we're in yeah, a trailer, well, and I'm to loving. Say too many nice things. You're right. You know what? I'm I'm sitting high in this on this table, and I notice if I slouch, you really see it in my midriff section because I'm <laughs> on a diet of croissants and beer and ch- croissants and chips. You're really lucky that you haven't. Like I know you've gained some weight. But you're lucky yeah. that you haven't gained what a nor- like what you eat in a day. Who are you calling abnormal? Mm. <laughs> you, you're abnormally lucky that you don't gain weight. Hi. No, but remember when we used to watch The Biggest Loser and we'd be watching that show and you're like, I'm basically one of the contestants, but I don't gain weight. Remember? What? Yeah, it was in reverse. Like they were shamed for gaining weight. I'm being. Uh, wh- whatever happened to that show? Did they finally realize it was not okay to weigh people in the local high school football field <laughs> in front of the town? You know what Did I think? Did they finally come to their senses? And th- th- maybe this is some sort of psychological <laughs> abuse to have people step on a scale and be like, whoa, 364 pounds in front of a stadium full of it's like your the, friends and neighbors, not even like in another town. It's like the modern get, version of like um, doing the hanging, public hanging. Yeah. Well, they would do it in each contestant's hometown. I remember one season. That That's what, that's how they introduced each contestant to the show. They would go into each person's little hometown and then they would get them to go to the most public forum. Yeah. And um, step on a scale, and everyone go, "Oh my god, look at it!" And then you'd see the camera <laughs> on them, and they'd be looking around, full of shame. And and then uh, what's her name from uh, from uh, the Days, Days of, of Our Lives? Lives? She'd be like, "How do you feel Is right it now?" Allison? Yeah, how do you feel right now? Uh, uh, standing on this scale at four hundred and twenty-seven pounds overweight in front of. Uh, a whole stadium of your loved ones and family, and how do you feel? What, what, what do you think, Allison? I would b- prefer uh, having a bath with a toaster. Yeah. Anyway, all that to say, what was the point of that? I've what been eating nice nothing if but you used a different croissant. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, different example of oh, the toaster and the? Uh... Well, it was just a food example. You're making toast. That's kind of rude. <laughs> no. Um, wow. No, I, I, I was saying it's like the public display of like people gathering around from a village and watching a public hanging yeah. obviously i'm exaggerating but really you're right it's very shameful and like well there's not... a reason that show isn't on the air anymore <laughs> well you know what i think it is i don't think it 
I, I res- like I see where you're coming from with that were theory. Gonna, were you just about to say I respect your opinion, <laughs> yeah, yes. but I respectfully disagree. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. But I I, I respect think... you've never said that ever in your life. Well I respect where you're coming from. I'll circle back and come back and double back <laughs> and check in with you on that. But I'm pretty sure if I double back and circle that even though I do respect you, I do dis- I sometimes I'll I have do a really a double, thick accent. I'll I do have a, a really double b- respect back. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I just wanted to say I think the reason I know we're just kind of getting off course here, but no, it doesn't matter. Do. No, none, none, um, none, none of this matters. We're in a trailer in the. Oh, I can't forget what I was going to say. Go ahead. Um, well, I was just going to say I think the reason the Biggest Loser isn't happening anymore mm-hmm. is because people were doing really unhealthy things to win, and they Heroin. lost too much weight. Crystal meth. <laughs> they lost too much weight to win i know and it's like and that was i think and they would make f- people feel bad someone would lose 11 message. someone would lose 11 pounds in a week and they'd be like you lost 11 pounds unfortunately it's not enough and be like oh <laughs> i lost 11 pounds why couldn't it be 14 i'm so annoying in this trailer that's what i noticed swiney Just swiney kidding. no like a pig <laughs> you're swiney very messy <laughs> This trailer is really small. You know what I realized living in this trailer is I think I could go to space. I think I should. We should probably give our names <laughs> for people, for one of the people to uh, volunteer <laughs> to go to Mars. I already knew you were like this. I knew you were going to be obsessed with this. I was thinking about this. So, okay. Full disclosure. Um, oh, here we go. Well, the internet sucks here. As you know, I'm using my data. And so yeah, after yesterday's show, it took me hours to upload things and this. And I worked through the night, so I'm on no sleep right now. And uh, but through the night here, when you were sleeping in that compartment, we we closed the curtain, and I was like in my own world here for like three hour, for like three hours, and I was just everything was small, and I was trying to be quiet. I didn't want to wake you up, and I felt Thank like you. I was in space. I was like, oh. I think I could do this. I think I could go. It's what is it? A year and a half in in uh, to go to Mars. One you're, way, we, we're what, three days in? I got this. I think you're really a uh, dichotomy and very interesting person because thank you You hate flying like right. to Vancouver, but you're willing to I get into it. I would go to space. A, That's true. That is true. And and we looked at the odds. You would not go to space. We, we looked at the odds when during the first SpaceX launch, the first ever manned mission, the odds of them perishing were one in 60. You would not go to space. And then we looked space. it up on uh, a, a, a flight. It's like one in 41 million or something for the flight going You're down. full of it. I would go to space. Well, it's my dream. If I could have Xanax, I would go to space. Absolutely. So I felt like I was in space last night, tiptoeing in the trailer. It was dark and cold outside. You could feel that. I was looking for leaks. Topical. The space station was leaking. I was looking for leaks, air leaks. And, um, but then I realized I had this feeling of, I tried to really, really picture this trailer that we're in right now in the middle of the woods in New Brunswick. I was trying to picture this trailer in the space. You know you don't go there a lot when you say the in nah, front of it. It's like the pot? Yeah. Uh, I was trying to picture this, and the difference is that we can't call my sister Bridget for a beer run. Because <laughs> I was picturing space, and I was like, oh, yeah, if they're up there. Cause, okay, so the space station, they they found the leak, by the way, but it was for like three weeks leaking air, the International Space Station. <gasps> You can't step out. You can't just be like, okay, it's leaking air. Let's just go home. We'll come back tomorrow. You're in space. So the the closest Nightmare. 
you can go is back down. Uh, th- that's so you're like okay, we have to find this leak, or uh, or else. And it was it was found in the Russian section where where uh, the common area there was a leak. It was just uh, air oxygen was just slowly a slow leak, and I not to compare myself, but we kind of are astronauts here, and ah. we 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 have the same background. It's kind of like when someone says a joke at a family dinner, and they're like, "You should be a comedian." We're astronauts from mm. this point on. I like that comparison. But it was pitch dark, yes, because comedy is the same. same. Oh, people do that, and it's S- so annoying. I know, but anyway. Or tell me something funny. You're a comedian. Tell me something funny. Ugh. But the point is, I think I could go to space. I really felt like I was, and I got all scared. Can and I just then- say I don't want you going to space? Mm. Be the first astronaut to be like, sorry, the wife, the ball and chain, literally You'd is never holding me. Go. You'd on the never pl- go. I would love to go to space. You're not gonna. It's go my to dream. Space. It's my dream. Sure, flying to Hamilton, terrifying. Hamilton. But to the uh, Russian space station, you actually would not. I Does know Hamilton you have an airport? Uh, I'm not sure. I think I would if if okay. We talked about this kind of bleeds into all of the conversations we've had before. We've talked about selling out. Offer me six mil. I'll go to space. Okay. okay would you would mind you? if I went to space? I would support you 100%. Oh, that's really nice. Thanks. Am I in trouble for encouraging you to to, ex- to explore where no man has been before? The, the new frontier? Sorry, no what? Woman? Person? Human? <laughs> Listen. What person? I can't believe you'd let me go to space. Of course I'd let you go what to space. The, what were the stats again of dying? But that the thing is, if you choose to go to space, you look past that. You're looking at uh, what do you think? I'm looking at the stats, going, "Oh, one in sixty that I'll be batching it." All right, go ahead. No, I just mean I would support your your dreams. If it was from a little girl, you looked up into the abyss and saw stars, and it was. I your think dream. you're lying. You'd be willing to lose me just for space, anyway. Let's no, move I on. wouldn't. That, that wasn't the that wasn't the question. The question yeah, wasn't would you anyway. let me die for space? No, I would have faith that uh, the one in fifty nine times that you would come back and I'd be ready for you. You're. I'd be talk- waiting. You're talking so confident in a game right now, but you'd be a mess. I would be a mess, but I was still I don't know space. For some reason, I feel even though the odds are one in sixty, and in a plane is one in fourteen or forty what million, is it for I feel war? like NASA more has what for war? Like what? The was, odds of dying? Yeah. Oh, that's a good question. Let's look it up. Because I always thought I would like if we were if it was during a time where war like you could be drafted, yeah. I would hide you. Oh, I don't have the internet right Want now. Me to check? So, yeah, odds of dying in war. I actually Jeez. like this right now. I don't have the internet on this computer that's in front of me. Uh, only on my cell phone that's tethered to it. Anyway. No, I would I would support your space endeavor. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I um so again, thanks for tuning in everybody. We are of course uh, this is uh, the second wave live. We're doing the wa- the wave secondly live. And um, you're, okay. You're, 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 okay. What is it? The odds of dying in World War Two. I just did specifically. Right. Okay. You had a one in four chance of dying. Whoa! I know. And about that's a, fucking and crazy. And about a one in two chance of being wounded or captured by the Germans. 
What? One in four chance? That's what it says. So were you about to compare? Did you, th- did you think? And by the way, if you wanted to go to war, I would support that too. Oh my god! I'm joking. That's a joke. So but rude. No, um, but space here, is not the same. What thing. percentage of soldiers died in World War Two? In Vietnam, yeah, uh, there was one death for every fifty-eight soldiers. Well, that doesn't make sense because if it said one in four, well, we don't count the non-Americans. One death for fifty-eight soldiers deployed. So one in fifty-eight. So one in fifty-eight is close to one in the space one. Oh yeah, 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 it is. Isn't that oh, one yeah, in sixty? Right, yeah, right, right, right. And so was that your next question? Like, would you let me encourage me to go to war? Yeah, I just said that. So That's entrapment a- is what we're doing right now on a Tuesday in morning. Bo- in both World War One and World War Two. World War One. I know. I'm not saying it well. <laughs> that in both rate- World War One and World War Two. <laughs> <laughs> what are that, you from uh, that and <clears throat> and Penticton? I have a hard time saying Pearl Harbor all over again. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Go on. <laughs> that I was racist. Oh my god! I just realized that. No, key, well, uh, don't that, bring attention to it. This is so live. It says or a comedy in both show. World War One and <laughs> World War Two. That rate was about one in forty. But that doesn't sound right. But. Why doesn't it sound right? Why doesn't it sound right? Because you heard the stats. It says one death for every thirty seconds ago. You you had no clue of those stats before. It's not like because it says based on my research, though that doesn't sound right. Well, because I just said there was one in fifty-eight. And then one in forty. I'll stop (laughs) it. Anyway, Mm. are we done? Yeah. Why? Why not? I don't know. Anyway, uh, these walls are paper thin. Okay. That's it. I'm feeling the draft again. Why? Because when we record, we don't have any... Well, you also dress like it's June. I know. Well... Short sleeve shirts and shorts. Today I'm wearing jeans. For yesterday's broadcast, I was in... uh... But anyway, we usually cover uh, pop culture, current events, uh, news... Comedy, politics. We don't. We try to shy away from politics, but it it is a U.S. election year, and I'm obsessed with the U.S. What is going to happen? Political landscape. Excuse me. But you know what? Given all the travel that we talked about yesterday, that we we went through, I don't know what the hell's going on. Mm-hmm. I've been so detached. I've been off my phone. I've been off news here in Does the it woods. Feel good? Oh, it's the best. On top of being stranded. In isolation for 14 days in the woods here. Our reception is shoddy at best. Mm-hmm. Even though this is all done through data. Touch and go. Touch and go. And I'm loving it. Yeah. What was the point of that though? Oh, I don't know the news. I don't know. Uh, I Which mean, is a the, blessing. The last time I really checked into the news was the last show we did before yesterday's uh, first trailer show, which was on October 7th. So I haven't looked at the news or anything or on Twitter or trending or social media I don't know. So today, this morning, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to look it up. I'm going to see what's uh, out there. And um, and I decided it's all garbage. I look mm-hmm. at what's trending because that's really, if you want to know, if you want to have a good idea of what's happening in the world, Twitter is on top of it, breaking news or whatever. So you just go look at what's trending and it gives you a good scope of what's happening. Literally, the number one trending thing was... Um, was Trump calls Dr. Fauci a total disaster 
claiming that he would be at between 500 and 800,000 lives lost if it was if he had followed the advice of Dr. Fauci. Further down the trending list, Dr. Fauci awarded National Academy of Medicine of Medicine's first ever presidential citation uh, for exemplary leadership. That's the news. At one, at one end of the spectrum, he's being called by the president a total disaster, and at the other end of the spectrum, he's being awarded the National Academy of Medicine's first ever presidential citation of exemplary leadership it's award. A, it says something too. It's, I'm done with the news. I know, what, but it, it says where do you something. Get your news? It says something also that the president is using terms like a total disaster. Like that just doesn't seem professional at all. You, you kind of had. Um, Catherine Harris accent there when he said disaster. I did? Yeah. It says something that he claims to be a total disaster. No, but no, honestly, I, it is. Like, that sounds like something you'd hear from, I don't know, 20 some year old, like, oh my God, it's a total disaster. Like, that's mm. not something a president should say. Like, maybe something like, I don't uh, know. why? I could see that. I, I no. could see a grown adult use in a diplomatic conversation the words total and disaster followed. In, in sequence. Maybe it's because it's from him that it makes it just seem ridiculous. Yeah, maybe given that it comes from him, it, it just gives it this different kind of connotation. But mm. I, I I don't know. I don't see anything wrong with using the word total disaster. Well, I think your argument right now is completely, totally dis, dis, disastrous. disastrous. Thank you. Dis, yeah, I don't know. Dis, disastrous. Disaster. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so I, I was like, that. This is where. This is how I'm gonna. Well, not that we report on the news, but we talk about what's what's happening. And uh, right from the get go, the two first things are two opposite ends of the spectrum. And I'm like, you know what? I, I give up. I don't know what's real. I don't know what's what. I don't know what to get anything. So, um, thanks for being with us. <laughs> Did I mention I feel like I'm in space? <laughs> Did you watch? Have you watched any of the episodes of Space Force? No. So we're forced to, since we're in this space, download things on Netflix um, before because we can't really stream them and then play them on the TV that's behind me. I've been watching on my own Space Force with Steve Carell. Where? Here? Right there on that TV. When? And behind that camera in my undies. Um, and uh, it's good. Anyway, there's no real... I don't have anything... What's that. it called? Space Force. Space Force. When do, I don't even understand when you could have been doing that. Is there? It's time for uh, a croissant. I've gone more than twenty minutes without a croissant. Could you hand me a croissant, a beer, mm. and some chips, please? <laughs> I am so bloated. Oh, you see the bandaid here in my hand. I have this. Uh, it doesn't matter. Go ahead. No, I, I was going to talk about it because I flashed it on the camera, but there's nothing under here. It's like my Nelly. Uh, in 2002, Band-Aid in the face. He's got Band-Aid. a cut. It's not even a cut. It's a stupid, stupid thing. When we were traveling, I grabbed the bag out of a car and my hand hit the top <laughs> of the the ceiling of the car and it scuffed, scuffed the skin. So it was like white, super, super white and then like full blood came through. This is disgusting. Why am I talking about this? <laughs> anyway, but it's, I keep, I'm like, Remember when OJ, one of his defenses, because they are, there was a lot of blood around his house, said that mm-hmm. he just nicks his hands all the time, nicks and cuts all the time? I'm like OJ. <laughs> King of the soundbite. 
No, but I have all these nicks and cuts. Anyway, I've hit this patch on my hand now oh, three times where this disgusting, thick, okay. thick scab it was rooted on there. Uh, yeah, but and why I do ripped you it up. It's so gross the way you're describing it. It's very gross. Did we mention, by the way, the pre-show song? Mike Plume Month nope, continues. That was... What did we play today? What was it? Do you remember? It was uh, already 30 minutes voice ago. Voice Like a Song. Voice Like a Song. Also, again, from Born by the Radio. We played something from Born by the Radio Is yesterday. Is that your favorite album? It's one of them. I think my favorite Mike Plume band album or Mike Plume album is uh, Table for One. Really like Born by the Radio. I like uh, uh, rock and roll recordings. I like red, white, and blues. I like uh, Lonesome Stretch of Highway. Uh, just do yourself a favor. Go to uh, wherever you stream your music and uh, search Mike Plume. Mm-hmm. So and, good. And uh, Mike Plume Band. You get two different search results. You get he's, to, uh, he's the kind of um, singer-songwriter artist that you listen to and think, how have I not heard him before? No. And how how uh, how is he not like worldwide famous? Well, he's he's so good. Anyway, so Mike Plume Month continues mm-hmm. with another spin by Mike Plume. That was it. And I wanted to mention this too yesterday, completely to separate talk topic. Yesterday we started talking about it and we didn't. Is he in the trailer right now, Gordy? Where is he? No, he's, yeah, he's with your dad. So we have Gordy, our uh, two-year-old, almost two-year-old Irish setter on this uh, trip with us. He's the best. Cutie You've pie. seen pictures of Gordy on... Uh, <gasps> Sucking in my stomach. You've seen pictures of Gordy <laughs> on uh, social media or whatever, and he's this uh, goofy um, Irish setter. Our yesterday morning, it's really you get up. Can I tell the story? Because yeah, go I, ahead. You, I, I yeah. experienced it. Of course. I, well, how dare I mansplain your story? So you're right. Go I ahead. usually get up. Well, I almost Jen usually gets up. I usually Almost at five, but four four forty five. I'm just kidding. Oh God, I'm so obnoxious. So I know. Yeah, I know. So, We're in space. So I got up early and I let the dog out. But the Ooh. thing is, too, about haha, about the uh, trailer. If you open the door and close the door, it's super loud, right? So you'll end up like, and it's small in here. So even if the door wasn't loud, I'm for sure waking up Julian. So, but I like getting up early in the morning, and we've been going to bed early at night. Doesn't matter. Blah blah. blah. So I let the dog out for a pee, but his dad. His dad, Jerry, had told Who's me. Who's his dad, the cat's father? Julian's dad had told me. Thank you. That there's a lot of porcupines at nighttime here. And uh, just to be careful, because, and I knew for sure, as soon as he said that, I thought Gordy's getting some those needles, porcupine needles in his Same face. Same here. As somewhere. soon as he said it, I'm like, oh God, how could we possibly for three plus weeks keep there's, him out? In, there's no way. And peak. Porcupine season. Yeah, he's one of those dogs that's just like I need to smell everything. So a dog, basically. basically he's one of those dogs dog. that smells things and goes no, after things. No, but to be fair, Penny, their dog, who is now ten years old, has True. never been um, porcupined. Has never had the needles. Oh, really? Nope, never. Oh, wow. Not once. Well, you know that, and I don't. Yeah, and the dog no. before Brandy had, but mm-hmm. but. Penny has never, and Penny's lived here for 10 years, so, but I'm like, for sure, 1,000%, this is going to happen to Gordy. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm, and I put it at the back of my mind, but I didn't actually think it would happen this soon, and I didn't think it would happen in the morning, but really, the morning, when you get up really early, it's like nighttime. Yeah. So, when I let the dog out. Who? Oh. I'm so sorry. I'm so, 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 so sorry. 
So anyway, I called the dog back and he's, he usually comes back right away, but Mm -hmm. he didn't come back right away. So I was like, Gordy, come. But I'm trying to do that. You know that yell whisper? You know that kind where you go. I was actually going to. Sorry. Go, no, go no, no. Do you remember that? Do you know? Do you, yeah, because do you remember I, hearing that? Well, because I'm lying in bed and I can hear <laughs> the dog outside and I hear him barking far. And I can hear you. You're like making coffee or something, but you're inside. So you're like, morning, morning, come here, come here, yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> how is he? We're in a trailer in space. How are you? How is he going to hear? Morning, morning. Yeah. And then, uh, but you sounded better than that. You always well, because, sound good. Well, because because it was it, it was so quiet that he hears everything. But he, he usually listens because like I give him a treat and blah blah blah. So I'm like this, Gordy. But I'm trying to like do it in a way that's like Gordy. <laughs> but it's like yelling, but it's a whisper. I should have just anyway. So I I have to actually go out, which is cold in the morning now. So then I put on my slippers and I go out and I drag him back. But then he somehow gets away. And then runs back to the house. I'm like, what is going on? Usually he listens so well. Finally, I drag him back and he actually comes in and I get him to go on his bed. And then for some reason, I'm glad I did this. I actually flashed the flashlight on his face. And lo and behold, there were six porcupine needles sticking out of his actual nose. Not the skin around his nose, that black nose. And like, anyway, so I I run over. committed there well it? because it's right in the nostril imagine you remember when you know when you have those like tiny little pimples that hurt so mm. much in your nose imagine a porcupine needle so anyway and he was I, licking i could hear him oh poor little guy and he and was then, in here again i could just hear like okay 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 one more time no stop so then it's kind of like like interesting that gordy knew to go to the house because julian's dad's um you know he's one of those like i got i got it kind of people like he's like he's grown up in the woods your dad's awesome he Mm. just has a solution for everything and he's so calm that like he'd be the guy that you go to no matter what's going on you know what i mean so it's like gordy knew that he's like i know i should go to this guy who like knows everything about everything in the woods so of course I, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry, Cordy. Come on, let's go. <laughs> and I like rush him over to the house and I go, Jerry and Harry, Jerry, I need help. I'm like, the, Gordy has a porcupine needles in his nose. And then he's like, all right, bring him over here. And he like still ha- had his bed head and he was like just coming out of Gordy bed. Gordy or Jerry? Ah, oh, shut mm-hmm. up. Then I was like, and then Gordy grabs him, or Gordy, see what you did. Gordy Jerry. grabs him and gives him Heimlich. And my dad was like, <laughs> So Jerry grabs Gordy. Gordy's the dog. Jerry's the father, just to keep you. Uh, oh, that could be because you're both yeah, grown yeah, men names. Yeah. So then he grabs him by like the neck, really like confidently, you know, like Gordy's like, I know this guy's going to like fix like confidently my problem. Confidently with a knife. Go ahead. Oh, I'm can you so stop? obnoxious. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh my God. So then he starts pulling these needles out of his nose and, and I can't watch. So I've got, I've got the flashlight. And then, so Jerry says, can you keep the flashlight on there on his nose? And I'm like, okay. But then I'm looking in the other direction, like a total prima donna, like here that it's our dog. And I'm like, here, Jerry, take care of this, you know? So then I've got the flashlight on the dog's nose while your dog, your dad rips these needles out of his nose. And the dog's just sitting there. He's he's such a good dog. Anyway, so there was one last one that just wouldn't come out. And it was like 
lodged inside in the, the nostril, like inside the nostril. And I was like, oh, God. And this is what came to mind. I thought, you know, we all need to, in this day and age, learn to be more self-sufficient. Like, I'll tell you right now, you and I live in the country, okay? And you know a lot more about the country than I do because you grew up in the country. I grew up in the suburbs. But if that happened where we lived... I don't know if, would you have pulled out, would you have just felt confident no. about pulling them out? That, that, that's the thing too, when I heard all this, yeah, I'm like, Shit, none of us can go to the vet. You and I can't go, my parents can't go, and there's no one else around because yeah, we're all isolating. So I'm like, what are we going to do? We're we just going to shoot the dog? Before Google, people just had to make decisions. Yeah. You well, we I didn't mean? even Google it. No, no, no. But if it were you and I at home, because we live in a place that that could actually happen, but we're like, we're like urban people. Living in the country, you're more rural than I am, but we're in the country. Uh, you know, the first thing would be like, oh, I should go to my dog group on Facebook and ask what mm-hmm. I should do about porcupine needles. I thought you were going to say dog group on, should see if there's a two-for-one porcupining, uh, de-porcupining. Uh, uh, uh. No, but I know you're right. What, 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 did, what did happen before people had to deal with it? I know, that's it. And I'm thinking You'd like, have to go to the library. Go to the Dewey Decimal System. No, 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 but <laughs> no, but see if there it, what happens, the reaction, or, or like, I don't know. Go no, ahead. but like picture. Okay, so it. so like when people used to be more self sufficient, they lived in the country, like your dad. Yeah. He lived. He lived independent, like to go, because he said when they used to go to school when he was little, they didn't even plow the road. Like he'd no. have to walk through snow. So, like, picture your dog's got porcupine needles sticking out of its nose. You've got 13 children screaming and crying, and this dog has needles in his nose. Are you like, we should check if it's okay if we rip them out? No, no you like, shoot just, the you dog behind rip- the barn. <laughs> <laughs> is that not what you do? Or you Stop. rip them out? Yeah, you're, what do you no, mean? But no, the I'm, point is I'm you, having a discussion. You don't, you know what I mean? Like, through trial and error. Like, and people talk to each other more. Like, for sure, his dad would have said, or he saw his dad deal with problems hands-on. Now we're like, we should Google. It's true. And then we should go to emergency vets that pay, like, they they charge, like, premium prices, like, five times the amount. And I'm not saying, okay, don't, I don't, we don't need any letters. Like, oh, you should always (laughs) go to the vet. They don't even know where to send them. We're in space. Go ahead. (laughs) But... (laughs) No, but, uh, yeah, I, I think that, you know, there's something to be said for, you know, talking to people and figuring out how to solve problems independently. Yeah, We're, you're right, because we would have been like, screwed. I mean, what the hell would we have done if this would happen anywhere else but here? I know. And, and imagine, like, a kid today with the attention span of, like, zero, looking a at their iPad and everything, pro- and you're trying to... The kid would not even be paying attention while the father was ripping out those needles. He'd a kid would like, just oh, let sorry, the dog have... perish outside and yeah. watch Paw Patrol, ironically. Yeah. Like, I have a I have a notification. I can't watch that. Daily Dose, Daily Dose, get the news from coast to coast. Daily Dose, Daily Dose, all your news from coast to coast. Here's your daily dose for Tuesday, October 20th. By the way, Julian, just side note. When you do your dance tomorrow, I mm. want you to do, I want you to mirror every dance move I do. Okay, because again, we can see each other. So Tuck away my that. stomach. <laughs> this is the first time I've ever heard you being self-conscious. Well, you can really see it when I'm sitting here. See, like, it's like, yeah. 
<laughs> Why don't you tilt the camera up a bit? Mm. Well, it's too late. Maybe for tomorrow's broadcast. Tomorrow. Yeah, hide that paunch. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. You look great. Okay. Thank you. So, I don't know why this is like a big news story, but the provincial government is recommending that that's the Ontario government, um, even though we're in New Brunswick. It, but I'm assuming this is the um, position of most um, most provincial governments in Canada is recommending that kids not go out trick-or-treating in those parts of the province that have the hardest hit Whoa. of COVID-19 cases. It's like... Halloween is canceled. Well, it's just kind of interesting that that actually has to be spelled out. Like, isn't that kind of... Well, no, imagine sense. you have kids and the Halloween Halloween's around the corner. You're allowed to go to school, so you're That's like, true. why the hell am That's I not true. allowed to, to keep have this real thing mm-hmm. That's from true. normal life? No, I get it. I... I would yeah. if you're a kid you're really hanging on to that you're like you're not going to make the call yourself like no one said it but I'm sitting halloween out you're That's true. you're waiting for the word and then they give you the word you go oh, shit this sucks I'll give you that much that's true thank but, you when but, I'm right I'm right but it's just funny because just kidding <laughs> because they say that about you all yeah, the time yeah but the schools is a little controversial too about whether kids should be going to school or not like, I just mean I from mean, the learning. kids' perspective. Yeah, well, but learning. Because you, you said, learning. really, is it, uh, are we really? Go. Speak. Uh, Go. Can we not talk over each other once in a while is going to happen? Or should we be like, you're done? Okay, I'm jumping in now. Go. No, that was it. It's just like, you, you know, especially as a child. I don't know. I lost my train of thought. One Go of ahead. my biggest pet peeves is on The View when they talk over each other. It's so annoying. But um, I know what you mean. Yeah, but it's, it's waiting hard. doesn't work. If, if, okay, I'm going to, uh, let's try it. No, 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 let's just get back to the, okay. Yeah, okay, what do you want to do? <laughs> so annoying. I wish you guys could see how mad Jen's face is. She's like, this. <laughs> do an okay. impression. Okay, what do you want to do? Oh, are my lips that tight? And Tighter. my eyes that open? <laughs> okay, what do you want to do? And bobbing like this. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, stop it. No, so, you're right, you're um, right, you're right. When you're right, you're right. That's Mm -hmm. one thing I'll say about you. You're always right. I just think, like, kids are not supposed to go anywhere else (coughs) without a mask. Like, in general. Halloween, you wear masks. Except for... I'm trying to make a point not to be like the view. Hold on, though. Hold on. Okay. Except school is more important than getting candy. (laughs) Not to a child. I know. But who cares? Kids have easy lives. Yeah, but the whole point was, like... At this point, are we really going to trick or treat? No. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> no, you, oh, my God. You're you from just the... accidentally said my point. Yeah. Ah. You're right. But uh, anyway, I want to read it this up. here. It says, um, the province says that trick or treating is permissible outside of those hot, like those. What does permissible mean again? Allowed. Oh, right. Out- oh, yeah. Outside oh, of those God. red zones. But with like. These safeguards in place. So these are the things that you have to consider if you're trick-or-treating. You only go out with members of your household. Who are they expecting that these kids are going to go out trick-or-treating for? Like, who? Anyway. Um, Only trick-or-treat outside. Okay, also, who's trick-or-treating inside? That's a little concerning. Come on in. Anyways. (laughs) Both trick-or-treaters and people handing out candy should wear a face covering. A costume mask, however, is not substitute for a face covering and should not be worn over a face covering as it will make it difficult to breathe. So Halloween... Isn't that funny? Remember when you used to stick your tongue... Halloween, Halloween, yes. Remember when you used to stick your tongue through that hole? (laughs) 
<laughs> so Halloween is canceled if you're a lame ass, but if you're one that is usually committed to Halloween and usually wear masks, you're in. <laughs> Do not uh, <laughs> congregate or linger at doorsteps. Like, also, who's doing that? Remember when you're a kid, you're like, come yeah, on, let's next. go. You're on a mish. Let's go. You're on a tight mish. Let's get to that house that gives out lots of Snickers bars. The cans of root I love beer. Snickers. Oh my there was God. a house we did. Excuse me, that would do cans of root beer. And you like that? Heavy, I though. guess only because it was heavy. But and you're right. Di- but it was right? only it was different. But when you're right, it took me thirty. I'm thirty seven to realize that was a <laughs> shit Halloween. Hall? Do you say Halloween or Halloween? Was it one of those Halloween sized r- root beers? <laughs> no, uh, fun sized. That'd be funny. Eh? Mm, so fun. <laughs> Look at us drinking Wait, root beer. Wait, can you please do <laughs> object work right now? Open a small can. Okay. Mm, I'm so thirsty. Let me grab this uh, little can. Oh, <laughs> I got this in my Halloween bag. And let me open it. Mmm. Mmm. why am I? What? I don't know, it sounded too sensual. It says, do not leave treats in a bucket or bowl for oh, children shit. to grab and consider using tongs. Well, like, what, what's the, the point then? You know it would be easy to use tongs with? Uh, the box of raisin. Don't, didn't you always hate it when people gave boxes of raisins? It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, fine. They call it nature's candy, but mm-hmm. they're only doing that for marketing. <laughs> like, no one actually believes that. No one's like, oh my God, is this like a, is this like, Glossette raisin? Yeah. No, no, not glossette. <laughs> is this? I love how you're like, we are confused by raisins. We're like, is this a glossette raisin or raisin? No, a rocket. Is this a rocket or a, a raisin? Rocket. I don't like those anymore. You don't like rockets? No. Okay, the those, show's over. Thank little? you, everybody. We appreciate... Uh, <laughs> We appreciate you guys being here. Thank you for watching. We appreciate it. This episode was brought to you by Gringo's Blazing Sauces. That was Jen Grant. I'm Julian Dion. Good night. You really don't like rockets? It's the best. It's the best. It's the best uh, Halloween uh, generic. Out of the generic. Okay, so you have generic Halloween candies. You have like the kisses. The kiss. I don't don't like the kisses. No, those sucked. They were wrapped in like, uh, like Halloween decorations. They tasted like, like vitamins or something. Yeah, disgusting. But one of the the best generic Halloween candy is, I don't know why I've been saying Halloween. I've never said that in my life, but on today's podcast, I'm like, Halloween, Halloween. Why? I don't know. What's Halloween. the other way? Oh, Hall- that's fine. Halloween, Halloween. Oh, whatever. But the best generic candy is Rockets. Mm. 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 Chocolate mm. bars are the best. Chocolate bars are the best. Rockets? No, but of the generic bunch. What else are the generic candies? Candy corn, the kisses thing, like the, the, the toffee that's kisses wrapped in the like most, the... the yeah. um, that must be from a long time ago because it raisins. tastes like molasses. Remember, like molasses, molasses probably back in the day was molasses was like... I don't yeah. know. That was like a treat back in the day. Anyway, Where, where does molasses grow? On trees? Mm-hmm. Does it? I don't even know. I don't even know either. Um, okay. All right. Sorry. So this is kind of interesting. Go ahead. I'm I'm listening. So more than 18 years ago, Mm -hmm. after a body was found under a bed in a South Edmonton home, police have charged a man with second degree murder in the killing. Can you imagine? 18 years later. I love that shit. I know. A 66 year old man. So that would have been, he would have been 48 at the time. He, um... A 60-year-old man has been charged in the death of Michael Thomas Longmore. The Edmonton Police Services Historical Crimes Section said in a statement on Monday. The accused was uh, yesterday. 
The accused was arrested on October 15th after the re-examination of decades-old evidence, so almost like 20 years, um, uncovered a previously undetected DNA profile. Imagine, oh, like, imagine man. this guy. There's no way he's, like, walking around living life large, though, because he's, like, there has to be part of you, like, always looking over your shoulder. Well, yes and no. I mean, at a certain point, you go, this is not coming up. It's like, we, we talked about this, not on the podcast, but uh, in person with... Um, we do talk when we tra- <laughs> when we were traveling <laughs> we're talking about the uh russell russell williams uh williams why does it sound weird right now is that who it is yeah i think so russell williams yeah yeah it so. is oh, geez for a second i thought i didn't follow his that uh, his confession mm-hmm. his interrogation i love those tapes and then there's one on netflix one of my favorite of those things is do yourself a favor, go to Netflix and watch, it's a mini-series, limited series called The Confession Killer, Confessions Killer or Confession Killer. I forget his name. I watched it last year. It's this guy who allegedly killed his mother and then his girlfriend and then was in jail for that, serving time, and then just started confessing to all of these cold cases, these unsolved murders over years, so all of these precincts all over the states loved this guy because he was not only cooperative, he would bring them to the scene because they would feed him kind of details of stories and then he would take them right to the scene and show where he did it. And then these investigators started piecing everything together and going, this doesn't make sense. He was, uh, on this night, killed someone here and then the next night uh, across the country, then the night after that across the country again, zigzagging all over, just didn't make sense. He had confessed to like 600 and some murders and uh, they were closed closed cases anyway so this group of people just started investigating how none of this was really actually possible and so but the police departments that had closed these cases were kind of pushing for that to stay that way and so all this behind the scenes stuff was happening but the point is one guy um for one of the murders he he was that he admitted that he did, he was found that it was impossible because of DNA. So they, they years later, they found this new DNA in the so case. So this guy was confessing to stuff he never did? Yeah, because he was getting lots of press. He was getting attention from the, the cops. Loved him because they were closing up. I wonder if he figured, all, like, well, I'm screwed anyway. So of course, well that was the whole thing. This, like, superstar well, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched it, at the end of the whole thing, the, the limited series, it says he's basically, he, he didn't even kill his girlfriend because his girlfriend shows up in the documentary. Documentary, the oh one that you th- he only killed his mother allegedly. This is, but he admitted to killing six hundred and some more people at closed cold cases. But the whole point is it, exactly what you're talking about. They bring in this guy, so they find an old case from like 1974, let's say, and the, they find someone else's DNA. So he's, they say you admitted to this, but it clearly can't be you because there's another DNA, another person's DNA. So they bring in this guy. 35 years later this guy for sure thought he was not only did he think he was scot-free and it wasn't coming back someone else took the fall for him so he was like compartmentalize this in my brain never have to think about this again (laughs) yeah like someone took the fall for it and it's closed it was cold for a bit. I was, you know, sleepless nights there for a bit. It was touch and go, but then someone took the fall for it. Wow. This confession's killer. I'm done. Years later, he's brought into the police station, and you you watch this video. 
and he sits down and and they're like um, so um do you have any idea why you're here today he's like well i think uh, uh i think it's for a moving violation a ticket or something that i had they're like no we're here about a june 19th 1974 murder rape rape and murder that happened what do they call those not rape and murder uh um. yeah i guess yeah anyway homicide uh no, I guess it is a murder. Sexual rape. assault and ha- homicide. Anyway, they're like, we we know, so we're here, and you can see him like start to like it clicks in, like okay, that's the person that I raped and murdered, but there's no way that I'm here for that because someone else took the fall. So he's like, they're like, um, so we'd like you to tell us um, what you know about this, and he starts talking. He's like, oh well, I don't know what you guys are talking about, and then the investigator stops him and goes, oh no no. I'm, we're not here to ask you if you were involved. We know you did it. We're just here to ask why. And he's like, huh, huh. Because of DNA? Yeah, they go, your DNA, why was your semen found in her underwear? And he's like, huh. You see this whole breakdown, because this is someone that was living for free, like a free life for the rest of his life as far as he was concerned. And how long had he been able to walk around free? 30 plus years. And that would be hard for the family. Like that would bother me. Great, you found them, but he's been able to walk around for that long and did he not commit any other crime other than that? I, I don't think he had. But anyway, wow. he, he went away for it. But it it's in parallel to your story yeah. that you brought up. Yeah. Because I get a kick out of that, of these yeah. confessions or these like gotcha moments on camera. My and those head's... detectives are trained to, to be able to tell when people are lying. Too. They're trained to, they ask the same question four or five different times, right. or four or five different ways, but it's the same question. They watch all of your moves. If you flinch or move, they ask again, then they get you on the. Um, when when that Russell Williams thing in the investigation or the interrogation, when they're talking about his shoe print and he's like sitting there cross-legged and he looks down at his own shoes and you realize he realizes that he's wearing those shoes. Oh, man, it's just great. Anyway, sorry, Jen, go ahead. The Daily no, Dose. No, it is an interesting story and it is interesting to bring it up when it's in our news because in Canada, like... It's hard to believe stuff like that happens when you watch these shows like yeah. Dateline NBC, Cold Case, all those kind of shows, uh, the confessions one you're talking about. You don't think it actually happens here, you know? No. But yeah, stuff like that happens. So anyway, the family of the victim is um, like, it provides them some closure, but they're still not really that obviously satisfied with it because... There was no explanation. Like, this guy never explained why he killed the guy. Like, when you're a family member, like, there's so many... When you lose someone that you love, it's like there's so many unanswered questions. Like, Mm -hmm. why does this happen in life? Da-da-da-da-da. When it's, like, something that's not a murder. But imagine you never get those answers, and then they finally find the guy, and then the guy's still not going to give up why he did it. And it's probably something stupid, I bet. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, you think it's going to help you grieve and, like... Oh, uh, you kill them because, you know, he, he stole money from you or, you know, he he had slept with your wife or something like that. Meanwhile, it's probably like, I don't know, something stupid. Something lame. I mean, there's never any good, there's never any reason to justify that. Nah. So, um, let's see here. 
One last story in the old Daily Dose. Oh, the old DD. Um, Ottawa paramedics are giving a lot of credit to some quick-thinking bystanders who helped save a woman's life in Orleans last month. So Orleans is a city, if you're not from Ottawa, just outside of Ottawa. French suburb in the east end of town. Correct. The woman in her 20s collapsed on the sidewalk in front of um, this Catholic school called Chapel Hill on September 23rd. The Ottawa... uh, paramedic service said in a news release yesterday. So the, these two employees of Molly Maid, which I love that Molly Maid gets a little plug here. It's a cleaning service. Um, sh- they So these two employees saw the woman collapse and called 911. The 911 operator guided them through chest compressions until Oof. more help arrived. At the Crazy. same time, I know, another witness called 911 and the operator determined that the nearby school could would have access to a defibrillator. So she told the caller to send someone to retrieve it. Um, A nearby Canada Post employee went and got it, and they administered a shock to the woman. Emergency crews arrived on the scene, and paramedics took over chest compressions and administered another shock. The woman's pulse came back, and they rushed her to um, the hospital. Anyway, after two weeks at at in hospital, she was transferred to the University of Ottawa's Heart Institute, where she had minor surgery and was t- discharged the following day. And these people saved her life. Wow. This event is just one more example of the true acts of heroism we see when members of our community come together to help one another. And, you know, um, I feel like I have enough faith in humanity. We we tend to see all the bad news in, in uh, our news feed and everything else. And on the news, but I do believe that more people, most people would do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is someone's life and she (laughs) was, you know, I had a whole life ahead of her in her 20s. So I wanted to end on that story because it's a feel good story. And it is a feel good. It makes me think of um, the last episode of Seinfeld where they were. The Good Samaritan Law. Yeah. Yeah. They got in trouble for that because, you know, nowadays maybe you'd feel, and that was an older show. So that was a while ago, but. You know, 99. people feel like, oh, well, I don't, if you pretend not to see it. But anyway, mm. so they were able to save her life. So that's nice. I think that's an uplifting story. Now it that is. woman's alive because some people that didn't even know her helped her. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, that's your Daily Dose for today. Oh. Daily Dose. Daily Dose. Get the news from coast to coast. Daily that's a dose, good head of hair right daily there. Daily Dose. It's fun watching you do yeah? the Daily Dose, yeah. Because <laughs> we never, again, if you're just tuning in, if this is your first trailer episode, oh, <clears throat> you know what I need to do? Oh my gosh, I just realized we should do a trailer of our trailer. Oh, trailer, trailer. Get it? Trailer, trailer, chicken dinner. Trailer for sale or rent. That's an old song. <laughs> we heard that really well, by the way. No. Yes. Um, can I? Yeah. Can you chat or? Well, yeah. I'm just. Tr- I'm just actually. I'm trying to get mm-hmm. the uh, song because we're, we're oh, pretty perfect. much good for the close. Okay. Um, well, I'll let you wrap things up then. Is that okay? Yeah. Totes. 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 My votes. My votes. Okay. I'll see everyone tomorrow. Wow. You just got out of there real quick. By the way, if you go here, we'll no, see. You. Okay. I love how you're like you're like all you hear is silence and you hear.
Anyway, there goes Jen Grant, everybody. I've never felt so alone in all of my life. I'm uh, just trying to cue... Uh, you realize how much you're relying on the internet. Um, and let me do this real quick, ladies and gentlemen. While you're, while I have your attention, let me remind you that this episode of the Julian Dion Show once again is brought to you by Gringo's Blazing Sauces. That's right. Go to gringosblazingsauces.com for a wide selection of some of the best hot sauces, salsas, charcuterie jellies, and grilling and barbecue sauces out there. Doug Knight, chef by trade, and his entrepreneurial... Wife Laura, they're they're powerhouses, power couple. This is a power couple. If you've seen one, they're obsessed with finding the perfect balance between heat and flavor, and they nail it every time. These sauces are not just crazy heat or whatever. They're 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 good flavor and and tremendous amount of tremendousness goes into each and every bottle. Gringo's Blazing Sauces they ship all over North America. And, uh, but if you live in Canada and order over $40, you get free shipping. That's right. And on top of that, listeners of this program get an additional 5% off by entering promo code JD5 at checkout. That's right. Enter promo code JD5. You get 5% off. If you live in Canada and order over $40, you get free shipping on top of that. Gringosblazingsauces.com. Do it. Do it today. Yeah. All right. Well, Jen, should we go for the close? Oh, she's gone. You know, the the thing is that I find myself sitting here in my trailer and realizing that even though I'm alone, I'm really not alone. We're never, never alone, and none of us are alone. There's people around you. Uh, uh, You know, I'm not going to do it. It's hard and bizarre to sing in a trailer in the woods without um, my Jenny. Well, Daily Dose. No, that's not what we're doing. We're going to go for the close. So here it is. Right there. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. We appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing, liking, commenting, subscribing. We're live. The Julian Dion Show, Mondays through Fridays on YouTube at the Julian Dion Show channel. On Facebook at facebook.com slash Julian Dion Show. On Twitch, Periscope, and Twitch, Periscope, what's the other one? Daily Motion. <laughs> Who the hell is on Daily Motion? We are, apparently. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow, Wednesday. Oh, shit. We're see- <laughs> it is a waste of time. We'll see you tomorrow. We appreciate it, Jen. Love you. You're not here. Appreciate you. Uh, uh. All right, everybody. That's it. We'll see you tomorrow. And as always, watch your head. Yeah, I learned a lot. Got a degree in what I'm not. You spend your life looking for what you already got. Such a beautiful waste of time. Waste of time. Time. A beautiful waste of